Welcome to the pre-match of footballing podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing season. We are nearly into the summer, but we do have some previews left to go. That's why we are here with you this week. And we'll be with you out through the summer and we'll let you know when we are taking a break, which will be coming at some point. But once again, thank you all for joining us. You can catch us on all the major podcast providers, iTunes, TuneIn, etc. But you know that by now. Again, you can catch us on social media at pre-match is our Twitter handle. My Twitter handle is at Graham Bailey. His Twitter handle is at Craig underscore. Honeyman, how are you doing, Craig? I'm feeling a little bit delicate today, mate. Had a bit of a jubilee party yesterday, so uh, feeling it today. Yeah, I must admit, I'm not quite in the jubilee things. I, I can't quite work out which day it was, etc. But I had, a, I had a great time playing golf. I was at the Middlesbrough Stadium early in this early week watching the killer, so it's been a good week so far. So thank you, Mom, for the extra day. Much appreciated. And very all our best wishes on the pre-match. Go to Her Majesty in the 70th year, is it Craig Platinum? Seventy. 70th year of her reign. So congratulations to everyone involved there. We are talking today, we're going to be talking lots of things, Craig. We've got lots of previews this weekend. There's a huge game coming in Southern South Wales. Um, for the World Cup qualifying game. One of the biggest games you can have on the planet, isn't it, Craig? It doesn't get much bigger than that, a one-off game to qualify for the World yep. Cup. They're quite rare, um, and we don't often get them. But, yeah, we have got one this weekend, and a huge one it is. We'll preview that towards the end of the show. Um, but we're going to look back on some huge games we've seen in football in the last week, Craig. And there's only one place to start in uh, in Paris, Gay Paris. Um, Liverpool losing 1-0 to Real Madrid. Obviously, we spoke about the game in length last week, Craig. Yeah. We both thought it would come down to Vinicius and Trent. We were both right. You went with Liverpool, I went with Madrid. We knew it would be a close game. Um, what did you make of the game? It was... Um, we'll, 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 we'll not, we won't talk um, right now about the fan stuff. Obviously, we're both in the same camp. It was disgusting what happened. Yeah. French government should be ashamed, etc. But it's up to UEFA to put right. But of the game itself, it, it was um, it was a game worthy of a Champions League final. It was really intriguing, wasn't it? It's an intriguing matchup. Yeah, I, th- I think Graham. One thing we didn't really overly discuss in our preview was the two managers and um, mm. how understated Carlo Ancelotti is. Um, he's he's outstanding, um, very pragmatic. Um, it's gone back to to Madrid and won the league and won the Champions League in his first season back there. Um, so he really did have the the cigars out. The way they set up with the, the 4-3-3 um, and look, Benzema was the focal point of their attack. Um, Vinicius was key man, given far too much space as we feared he would be. Uh, Coutoir was the outstanding player on the pitch, I would suggest. Made three yeah, really, really, a really genuine, top saves. A genuine town to performance because yeah. he did nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. Top class. He did absolutely nothing wrong and made three out, not good, outstanding saves. Um, I think Liverpool in midfield looked leggy, Graham. Uh, I, don't think, mm. I don't think Thiago was fit. Um, I don't think uh, Fabinho was fit. Um, and, and also Henderson didn't look fully at it. Um, uh, whereas, you know, Modric was masterful. Um, Cruz is Cruz. Casimiro, the, like, like we, we spoke off air, I guess the, the thing that we weren't really expecting was Valverde starting, uh, and he did, and that kind of disrupted Liverpool to, to some degree. Um, you know, I, I think if you're Joel Matip as well, Graham, you'll be disappointed. 
not to start the Champions League final, having had such a mm. an amazing season. But I think he went with Konyate to to face up against Benzema, and it it didn't it didn't really no, work out. For it him. ended up that um, Konyate was the man sweeping um, next to Trent. He was sweeping up Vinny, and to be fair, I think Konyate did quite well at that job. He's yeah. not the best at it, but yeah, I think team selection is where it all starts off. From Craig, I totally agree. I think the it was in the Valverde selection was. Was must have caught Klopp by surprise because Klopp just seemed to go with the team that we all thought. I must admit, I would have just gone for. I think he, I thought he outthought himself. I just think he overthought us, you know, Craig. I'd have gone Mania left, jotted down the middle and Salah to start off with. I know Diaz more impactful, but again, I thought he looked leggy as well, Craig. Yeah, and and to not play Naby Keita, who as you know, I've never been his huge, huge biggest oh. fan, Craig, but in the last few weeks, he's been brilliant. He's been yeah. the energy in that midfield, and he should have played. I think we we knew that Vinicius was going against Trent, but why? I I don't understand why. I think yeah, I'm not saying there's any weakness in that Madrid team, but Mendy at that back four is clearly the weak link, with the weakest link. He's not a weak link; he's a good player. But Salah, I thought we should have really got just given the bottle of Salah every chance and said, go and beat him. Mo Salah can beat Mendy every day of the week. 99 times out of 100, he's going to beat him, Craig. He's yeah. a better player. He's a world-class player. Mendy isn't world-class fullback. And then by doing that, Craig, it would have dragged Alaba out a bit more and left Edder in, do you know what I mean? It would have created more space. Yeah. And it did, did it, I just thought they were lacking ideas. And you said about Henderson, I agree. When he had, I just thought they were totally flat. But that Valverde selection, Craig, where... It stopped Robertson. It allowed Carvajal to get up, who had one of the best games I've seen having years, to be fair. Danny Carvajal, but he was yeah. exceptional. But Robertson couldn't get... Trent got forward. He didn't get back. He didn't... Defend. I thought Gareth Southgate, I tell you what, Craig, if that, that just cements Reese James's position at right back in the World Cup, it really does, because Trent... I, I don't know whether he's playing to, to instruction, Craig, that, that Jürgen said, you can let him go, don't cover him. Because Vinicius... Is, he was in oceans of space for the whole game. It didn't, and that's what concerned me, Craig. It didn't, yeah, we didn't expect Valverde to start, fair enough. And as the game went on, but Klopp didn't change it. He did nothing, yeah. to, he did nothing to combat it. Because, right. because, because Valverde being over there, Craig, meant that Robertson wasn't an outlet. Yeah, I think that was part of the game plan, wasn't it? To, to stop Robertson going forward. Yeah. Which then impacts whoever's playing on that on that side, and this time it was Diaz, because um, when Robertson gets forward and combines with either Diaz or Mane, it's unbelievable the way they play, the the dynamism, the pace of their their their, their, their counter attacks, the transitional play. Um, with Valverde playing over there and stopping that, it it was it was listen, they were use the word again, they were very pragmatic, yeah. Madrid, um, in and in, in how they nullified to some degree Liverpool. Um, but it, all that said, Graham, Liverpool could have scored three goals if it wasn't for Courtois. Yeah, yeah, but, and, that, and, that, and that's why we have the world's first. But that thing with that Valverde thing is Craig, isn't it? People don't realize when we've seen him, he is a centre midfielder. He was very, he was playing very good players can play anywhere on the day, and, and he showed that. But it was, yeah, but I thought, and I agree about Konate as well. I for you, for me, Matip has been up there as one of the best defenders in the league, yeah. and and I quite like Konate. I'm not a huge fan. I think he, I think it's, it, he's not lumbering, but he, he, he doesn't have that, um, that guile of Matip 
you know, where yeah. he can bring he can bring the ball out and stuff. And I thought by and, and so Madrid allowed Canate to have the ball because he knows he hasn't got that quality to bring the ball out of defense. He's good at it, but he's no Matip, who has been exceptional all season, as you said. And yeah, I just think um I think Klopp will look back on that one as the one that got away from him personally. I think he'll think he could have impacted on the game more himself. Yeah, I I, I just on on the on the Cunate thing again, mate, I think. He played him there. I said obviously to combat Benzema, it was Benzema, but also to cover for Trent with his with his yard yeah. pace. Um, you know, I think that's that's why he, he he chose him ahead of ahead of Matip. Um, you know, and I guess you know hindsight's twenty twenty, isn't it? Um, and you can't leave Trent Alexander Arnold out of the team, but you no. can instruct him to defend. Um, yeah. And the, the goal that they conceded, the, there was a ball flashed across, wasn't it? And you know, Trent's man, who is Vinicius, was was in that, acres of space. They were they were playing a four three three, so there was no one else. There wasn't really um, Mendy. Never really got forward, did he? Because Vinicius was no. there. So Trent Trent doesn't have the excuse. He wasn't covering Mendy. He no. certainly wasn't covering Cruz and Modric. There no. was no one else for him to cover. So he had no excuse for him not being stood next to Vinicius. I understand Trent going forward, but but when the ball's in Liverpool's half. He should have said, right, you should always be within a yard of Vinicius. That's your job. Yeah, it, 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 it's one of them. You know, congratulations, huge congratulations to yeah. uh, Real Madrid. Who are, I think, you know, we, we spoke last week, Graham, didn't we? The, the teams they've played to get to the final yeah, and then to beat Liverpool yeah. in the final. It, 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 it is probably the toughest Champions League run of any team uh, in yeah, Euro- European Cup it's probably the toughest win for any European winners ever you know Chelsea, PSG Man City and yeah. Liverpool and to beat Man City and Liverpool as the yeah. two best teams on the planet which they are Craig them yeah. two on the day are and they've beaten both of them they've, they've, sent, the, they've sent the Premier League clubs packing they've yes, sent the Eng- England's best three teams and there's no one else on the, in the world who's done that, even come near to it. And, and so, no, I fair, think well, o- well, fair, overall, fair play, win, fair play. Overall, Graham, you know, for for the for the Premier League, it's a it's a little bit of a a wake up call that mm. in Europe, not just the Champions League, across Europe, we've we've not won anything this this no, season. It's fine. What did we say? We had, I think we were we were quite boisterous, weren't we? We were we were talking about the Brexit thing, and it was going quite well. When in the last four, we had. Across all competitions, didn't we? We had, we had West Ham, Leicester, Rangers, Leicester, and we had um, two. So we had five of the. Um, well, Rangers, Rangers are English team. But now we're talking Brexit, or didn't we? we talk Brexit at the time. So it was the British. It was looking good anyway. There was only. Um, we got two finalists, didn't we? Out with that, Leicester didn't get to the final. We'll come on to the Conference League in a minute. But yeah, it's not. It's not. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing for European football. But I think it's a good thing for European football. I think it's a bad, bad thing, thing for, for the Premier League. League. Yeah, but although you know, I don't think it's a. It's not a disaster Premier League because they were there for the taking, weren't they? It's, uh, the Premier League is still super strong as well. And in terms of these two teams, Craig, we'll look at further ahead in terms of how these. It's fascinating, really, in terms of how these two teams are going to look next season in terms yep. of improvement. Real, we'll look at Real first. Slightly easier. Um, they've got Antonio Rudiger coming in, which I Great think is a need for that team, Craig, because yep. Albert is good. He's not a top class centre half. He really isn't. And I think that Eder 
Ed uh, needs someone next to him. He, someone I was speaking to someone um, before who, who who hit the nail on the head, Craig. He he is Pepe incarnate, isn't he? The way he plays, yeah. his genetics. Yeah. He really is just like the Brazilian yeah. Pepe. The way he goes on. Oh, he's been hit by a hammer. Is it six foot eight or something? He's been hit by a hammer and goes over. But anyway, I, th- <laughs> I think I think Rudiger next to him will be fabulous. Yeah, and me I think, too. And I, I imagine sometimes they'll play a back three where Alaba can play. But then if it is a four, putting Alaba at left back, you know, wow, you know, that's a fantastic. Yeah. They're getting better. And then in terms of a midfield, they are bringing two Shemanian, the boy from Monaco, who, you know, his progress last 12 months has been absolutely spectacular. Ironically, the beat in Liverpool to his, to his signature. Yeah. But going for, I think going forward, you see the Camavinga, two Shemanian, Valverde, Real Madrid for the next five, they've got that, they've got that midfield three. They've already got the, the successes to Modric and Cruz on board, which is which is a fantastic way of building to it. They're looking like it looks like Liverpool and City in the way they build, doesn't it? Yeah. It's not norm, that's not normally the way Real Madrid do it, is it? But they are looking ahead now, thinking, yeah, obviously 60 to 80 million for Trumani, but better paying that now than 150 later on. It's a bit more sensible, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think so, Graham. The other thing that they've got as their huge advantage, well, to their huge advantage right now is the financial crisis at Barcelona, mm. which means well, they just are... the gem- in the general mismanagement. Although Barcelona yeah. probably get it right, but yeah, they are taking advantage of it, Craig, aren't they? Of course, yeah, the two three steps ahead of Barcelona now, mate. And I think we could set, we could be mm. set because of their signings. Like you say, they the signing plays at, at good ages as well. We could be set for a, a prolonged period um, of because yeah, Vinicius has took that step forward. Um, in this 12 months, he's been, now becoming a world, a, a world force. We'll see him at the World Cup. Rodrigo to come in as well. We expect him to sign maybe another forward as well. Benzema, who, you know, okay, I know he didn't score in the final, but his the way his touch, the way he controlled the ball, he was brilliant in that final, wasn't he? His touch, he, he, looked, he's like, he looks like he's getting better. I don't remember his touch being that good 10 years ago. I agree. I mean, he's, he's sensational. He, he, he's had a sensational season. He's... He is a world-class football player um, and, and has really stepped forward um, in, in recent times to be the real focal point of, of this team. Um, people forget how long he's been there for, Graham. He's been there since 2010, 2009, 2010, I think. Um, it's un- unbelievable longevity in his, in his career. He is genuinely a Real Madrid legend. Yeah, but he's never looked better, though, Craig. He's no, he's made Listen, I, I think we, we're seeing... A number of players across across Europe right now, in the early to mid thirties, that are looking looking as good as new. Yeah, and as you say, I think he is the odds-on favourite now for the Ballon d'Or, which will be uh, in July, I believe. It's oh, it's going summer to summer now, rather than January to January. But I think with do, do, is there anything in it, Craig, that the Spanish league is um, was it slightly less com- combative? Yeah, than, I think the, so. than the Premier League, really. he's, he's, he's not. He's not. getting kicked from pillar to post like maybe, uh, and that's 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 very old fashioned. No one in the Premier League is getting kicked from pillar to post, but it's just the the energy it takes because you know the bottom to the bottom Almira who are getting promoted aren't going to trouble Real, whereas Fulham who come up will give some good games to the teams coming in the Premier League, and it? it's it's just yeah. more more competitive, isn't it, the Premier League? It 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 is indeed. Um, it is indeed. All I've I've just noticed there, mate, that. Uh, I told Kranka got relegated on the last day with Granada. 
tough day for tough day for I told that in Granada. Um, but no, it, no it, shock, it, no shock to anyone. No shock. Uh, to anyone. No, but in 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 terms of that, I mean, in terms of com- comparing the two leagues, I still think technically the Spanish league overall overall mm-hmm. is the play a, a more technical game than we do yeah. here. Uh, ours is more ferocious. Um, I, I, I dare say ours is more competitive. I think those middling to 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 lower uh, Premier League teams are miles ahead of the yeah, middling that's, that's, to lower. That's, that's the big difference. Teams. That is the huge difference, isn't it, Craig? You look at the top four, the top four in Germany, the top the top maybe two in France, the top the top teams they could compete in the Premier League. Cost, cost they, could, they could even win it. But as you say, it's that it's that eight to it's that eight to sixteen place in where in England. You know, you got teams who, who can beat anyone in the, yeah. in in Spain, France, Germany. It's not really the case. No, no, it it it, it, gen, it genuinely isn't, Graham. It genuinely and look, the let, let let's let's call it and, and and say why that is. It's because of the money in the Premier League that these teams <laughs> these teams have so much money, so much more money than the rest in Europe. So Burnley, for example, probably have. A hundred million more to spend than Granada each season. Mm. Oh yeah, so of course they're going to be. It, it, it's going to be so wolf, much better. Yeah. It's the wolves of this world, and not not so wolves palace of this world. Do twice, yeah. twice, but hey, that's the Premier League. So we talked about Real Madrid there, Craig, in terms of what they're going to look like. In terms of Liverpool and what they're going to look like, yeah, it's in, it's getting intriguing now, isn't it? We we don't imagine huge changes in theory. Um, the midfield. Obviously, we do know that we do know that Liverpool were in for Tushimani, so clearly Klopp is thinking ahead there. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that was a case of I do need a new midfielder, or that he's just so good we can't be in for him? No, I, I think, think it, I, think, I think, think it was a bit of both. I think a bit of both. I think they need a new midfield player. Listen, there's been a lot of talk of where Declan Rice will end up. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no club that needs him more than than Liverpool. Would be excellent mm-hmm. at Liverpool in in that team in that in that system. Um, I, I was reading with interest, Graham, the, the problems that Barcelona have got now where the two players they've signed on um, Bosman's on, on, on the freedom of contract mm-hmm. have not been allowed to register. The, the La Liga have not allowed them to register the contracts because of the, the financial state of yeah. the football club. Which now, of, well, you know, it, it potentially has a, a, a massive impact on Lewandowski. Right, so Lewandowski wants to go to Barca. Terms between the player and the club have been agreed. But if he can't sign there, then what they want a, a sizable chunk of money for him too. Um, mm. We know that um, buying a bang in for Sadio Mane, and we believe that Mane will end up at buying. I wonder if there could be some kind of deal where he comes the other way. Well, Lewandowski yeah. comes to comes to Liverpool. I I I think I think what everyone needs to realise, Greg, is with Mane going, the replacement has to be able to play centrally as well, and it's a tough. Yeah, one. I think Salah probably could play centrally in the Premier League because he could play anywhere he wants. And it's an interesting thing with, but I say when you talk about Barcelona as well, obviously that will help Man United probably get Frankie De Jong, who's yeah. going to be. Although to be fair to Barcelona, you know, in terms of De Jong, they've got Pedri and Gavi. And they've got Kessie coming in as well. Yeah. So they're in, a, they're in a very strong position where they can let Dion go and it doesn't weaken them, surprisingly. Yeah. But And so that's United. But in terms of Manny, Manny um, and Salah will come on to, Craig, they, these are the two who are out of contract in 2023. We, we raised this last year where Liverpool have got... I think Liverpool haven't been worried about this because the, the Fenway Sports Group 
love them or hate them as a Liverpool fan, they were never going to give Swinson's Mo Salah his £450,000. That was never going to happen. Mane, I think, when they found out a few weeks ago, that's probably caught them a bit by surprise. Because they are, I think the assumption was there, uh, they'll probably give him just a little bit more than Van Dyke 300. It's not going to smash the wage structure. I think they just assumed that Manny would stay. Um, so I think that one's probably caught them more by surprise. And 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 and, and I've written pieces on this for 90 minutes. And you know, Manny's, I think Manny's just been very, he's, he's, he's sat down, he's thought about Craig, he's told him he's not going to sign his new deal. He's told him he wants to move the man. He hasn't screamed and shouted about it. It's not Manor's style, of course, he isn't. But he's in a strong position. And it's interesting that it's Bayern who are emerging as, as, the, yeah. as the club to get him, Craig. I, I, obviously, um, we know that... I think this probably ties in with Serge Nabry a little bit. We understand today he's turned down his terms at Bayern Munich, so it's probably just tying a little bit. I wonder, Craig, whether you're more likely... You said that Lewandowski. I wonder if you're more likely to see Serge Nabry come his way. Maybe. Uh, listen, maybe. I, I just think the the Lewandowski one is one where it's clearly it's a transfer that's going to happen this summer, isn't it? Um, but, but Fenway Sports wouldn't pay him the wages he wants, Craig, would they? Well, I think they'd be able to match what Barcelona have offered him, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, the, no, they would be able to. But why would they give Lewandowski over £400,000 a week? When I would agree with you. Yeah, but you're speculating completely on that. Barcelona are not playing Lewandowski 400000 a week. So, you know, I, th- I think that's pure speculation. They, 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 Liverpool will be able to match, what, but certainly match what Barcelona will be able to offer Lewandowski. No, no, no doubt in my mind about that. Oh, they could do, yeah, but would they? As yeah, in, yeah, I think they would, yeah. Do you think, so, so you think he's on, so obviously he's on, yeah, it's, it's probably not even about the wages so much with Lewandowski. We know he wanted a longer term deal at Bayern and hey, yeah. he, hasn't got, he hasn't got much more to win at Bayern. I think Liverpool, Liverpool could offer... Mbappe wins if wanted to. They're big. They're one of the biggest clubs in the world. Of course, they could. But I just don't see that fits into the way Fenway Sports operate so much. Whereas someone like a Serge Gnabry at twenty six might do. But I think Lewandowski. It's an interesting one where we have got these Lewandowski's in the same position as Salah and Man, isn't he? They're out of contract yeah. in twenty twenty three. I think it is a COVID impact this way, Craig. Where we've got so many players out of contract in twenty twenty three. It really is bizarre. I but, the, the, the other one, Graham, that would that would be the perfect replacement. Um, controversially, would be Raheem Sterling going back to Liverpool. Yeah, and again, Craig, another player who's out of contract in 2023. Yeah. Um, and, and Gabriel Hayes is out of contract in 2023. Riyad Mahrez, there's so many players. And yeah, it's an interesting Raheem, yeah, and you know, we've seen Mo Salah put it out there in the press and this has come from his people that he, he would possibly go to another Premier League team, which... Yeah, as understandably as infuriated Liverpool a little bit, but these players are in a strong position, Craig. They can't be in the in the same ways that Lewandowski is demanding the move. Mo Salah said, "I'm staying. I'm staying here next season." You can't. <laughs> it's it's a real these these player versus club battles are intriguing because they're all so different, Craig. The way they approach yeah, the, the, it, the clubs listen, are all the, so different. It's the, re, the, re, the reality for top players now, the, the 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 genuine reality is, if they want to earn movie star type wages. And the best way for them to do that is to move under freedom of contract to another club. Mm. So, so a club isn't paying 90, 100, 120 million for, for the player uh, to the club. Instead, they're going to be paying the player that over the, the course of his contract. Mm. Um, and it's the same, it, it, it's got the same cost implications for the club. It's exactly the same. Yeah. But rather, rather than rather than paying a transfer fee, they're paying the money to, to the player, which in, in turn inflates the market, which does massively impact the the, the the transfer system. Listen, I, I listened to a podcast recently with a, 
a, a top economist um, who, who suggested that the, the the transfer system in football is way out of date uh, and and should probably be scrapped. The reality for that is I I don't want to see that. I don't think that would be the right thing. Uh, but I think he's onto something with these top players. I think we'll see more and more Graham who see their contract run down and move under freedom of contract. Yeah, it's one. It's very similar. It's similar what happens in American sport, and they do run the contracts out. We'll see. It, it is the way. I don't think we'll lose transfer fees because some of these big clubs will always want some players, don't don't they, Craig? And the younger players might sign longer deals. But in terms of in terms of Liverpool, as it so as it stands at the moment, we know that um, Mo Salah is out of contract in twelve months. We'll probably see some more links coming out about him. Mane, we expect. Um, Liverpool, if we get a, a bid of what well, we're hearing from Liverpool, 40 million at least, which makes more sense than the less than 30, because I think if it was less than 30, you may as well keep him, Craig. Yeah. But um, it's so, so in 12 months' time, it's fair. I, it, the likelihood is Manny and Salah won't be at Liverpool, Craig, as it stands. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. And it's amazing, I think, but but it's it's a it's a massive thing because obviously the biggest deal that Liverpool have done in the last twelve months is Jurgen Klopp signing a new contract. Jurgen Klopp is up to date on this. He he obviously believes that he can find a player um, to replace him. Obviously, I don't think it'll be Lewandowski um, coming in. I don't think it'll be Nabri either. Craig, do is there anyone who who pops it for Mane first of all? Because Salah, he said he's staying for twelve months, so we have to believe him. Um, we'll move on. Yeah, great. There's a Mane who do who do we think could come in? Yeah, I think Anthony from Ajax, who you know, I'm a I'm a huge fan of. I think he that 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 would make perfect sense for. Can he play how, central? Craig? I, I always thought I always thought of Anthony more of, as a salary replacement on the right hand side. Yeah, can he, he, can he play centrally? He, no, he's more of a wide wide attacker. Um, but Mane's played a lot down the middle this 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 season. But the way they play, they all interchange anyway, Graham. Yeah. Um, and Jota, to be fair, Jota was, I think, Jota, a bit like Matty, was very unlucky not to start that final. He's had a brilliant season, Jota. Yeah, it's, 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 it's form in front of goal. Yeah, it just, 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 just dipped a little bit at the wrong yeah. time, didn't it, Phil? Yeah. I, 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 think, I think Anthony will leave Ajax this summer, Graham. Um, I think he, he'll go to the World Cup with with Brazil. Uh, yeah. I think he's got the potential to be one of the one of the stars at the World Cup. Do the, we, do we, could we see Liverpool maybe come in, try and jump on my United's interest in Darwin Nunes? Yep, all day long. Yeah, because of, of all the strikers available, Craig, we've seen the the Ossimians, the David at Lille, they're all carrying huge price tags. And, and they're, uh, they're all very similar. But I think Nunes is the one intriguing one, isn't Nunes it? Nunes is exceptional. He, he really wants to come to the Premier League. And so, I, and, and I think as well, the fact we've seen Diaz come from Porto and have that impact. And Nunes yeah. is always considered the better of the two with the big impacts. Yep. So I think that helps Nunes, doesn't it? The Premier League clubs are suddenly thinking, wow, if, if Diaz can do it, then Nunes certainly can. I think Nunes has got the potential, Graham, to be the next... South American superstar. Yeah, it's very lazy to call him the next Cavani, but he's very similar, Craig, isn't he? He's, Cavani's his hero, so it's easy to see why he might play in a similar fashion. Graham, he's, he's, he, for me, he's got everything. He's strong, he's athletic, yeah. he, he, he's good in the air, he controls the ball well. And let's not forget, when he when he played against um, Liverpool in, the, in that um, Champions League game, mm-hmm. Graham, he had three goals, or sorry, he had two goals. He scored one, and had two goals disallowed. Yeah. 
And he scored. They were all watching when he when he went when he when when he led that Benfica team to victory in Ajax over over Eric Ten Hag's Ajax, which was a phenomenal achievement. Yeah, to knock them out. And obviously, we know United are in for him as well. So yeah, we'll get. It's, there's going to be an intriguing summer in Liverpool at the centre. Maybe he's, he's got, I'm just looking there. He scored in in a moment away against Liverpool. Yeah, and, and had two goals disallowed against Liverpool. So if they, if they, if if they need any better scouting report, um, yeah. let me know because that that's that that's surely uh, the the starting point. He destroyed their defense. But do you think I, I I've been told by someone I don't know who I've been told that they know who they would like. They haven't been to, like to play. Right. You think yeah, it's probably accurate that Liverpool probably do. Have oh, mate, Liverpool, the way they are structured, their scouting department are exceptional. They will have all of their tar- targets lined up: target yeah. one, target yeah. two, target three, target four. Um, and they, I, I, the way they're structured, great. They won't move on to players that have not been targeted and scouted. So. Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll know exactly what they want. And obviously, the block, interestingly, with Liverpool, obviously, the Divokarigi has moved on as well, correct? Yep. So they are looking for a secondary striker. We we know they did intriguingly look at Eddie and Ketia for a while, the Arsenal guy. He wasn't to come in to replace Manny, but he was the, um, it was described to me, I think Chelsea and Liverpool, but he was there, he was their new version of Batsuai and Origi. And you do right. need these players in the squad, squad. You need your third, fourth choice strikers in the squad, yeah. don't you? And you can't always go out and sign a Darwin Nunes. You do need these other players. Yeah, I, game, I, I, isn't it? yeah. I wonder if they, they, you know, they've got to turn to their academy for that kind of play. I would, I would mm. suggest. Graham, and look, we have Harvey Elliott in there who can play absolutely anywhere. Can he? He's that talented as well. And Carvalho's coming from Fulham. Um, yeah, as well, Craig, so, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that's Liverpool. We'll touch on um, a few more um, other deals coming up. Um, doesn't mean to make the one we did talk about pretty short, Craig, in terms of clubs uh, transfers in England. Before we look back at the England, we'll touch quickly on Ivan Perisic has come in, being yep. confirmed by Tottenham. Yeah, um, a wonderful sign for me, Craig. Outstanding signing. It tells us how Conte is going to play. You know, yep. I think I think it's the Regilon, a good pl- a good player, but I think he'll be on as well because Sessegnon will be the the understudy to Perisic. But I tell you what, how happy will Harry Kane and Son be? Oh yeah, great listen. Perry, listen. He plays a wing back, so we expect him to play at wing back. He also plays on the wing, doesn't he? He can play through mm. the middle. He, he is. Look, we, we remember Graham. This is the straw that broke the camel's back at Manchester United with Jose Mourinho. Yeah, because yeah. Mourinho wanted to sign Perisic three years ago, and the United board didn't sanction that deal because he was thirty years of age. And so you you know weren't allowing him to bring a thirty year old in on and, it, and they weren't sure what they thought he was a waning winger. But obviously Jose knew what was in there, and what, he's now become one of the one of Serie best wing backs. Yeah, yeah, great. He, he can play in in, in various oh, yeah. positions. He's so fit, isn't he? He's so fit. Um, but I, I think you, you've hit the nail on the head. It, 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 it we've seen recently that Enik have, have issued um, uh, shares uh, cash injection into into mm-hmm. Tottenham. Um, all indications are that Antonio Conte is now staying. Now they're qualified for the Champions League, which is great for the Premier League. Um, well, they're putting the money where the mouth is great. If Antonio Conte has demanded the money, so they've said, right, well, there, there you have it. Which, yeah, but is, more, which is great for Tottenham, isn't it? More, more so than that, Graham. They're signing a player that's 33 years of age, which is very anti-Daniel Levy's previous Yeah, policy. Yeah, you're totally right. It, it, this is a Conte sign. He said, you want a player? You've got yeah. him, there you go. Which is what, you know, he's not just, Conte wasn't just saying, get me a wing back. He said, get me Perisic. Yeah. Which is I, key, isn't it? Yeah, ab- absolutely key. And uh, I think the signings, you know, the the, the boys that came in in January, um, you, you called to do well, both did exceptionally well. 
I think, I think Conte will push Tottenham on and make them competitive. I think, yeah, I think Bentecourt could go on to bit because I think Hoiberg will be allowed to leave. Talks I think Hoiberg Winston. was very good last year, mate. I think, yeah, but I think no, I don't. I think he'll be, but I think they're going to be looking to upgrade that one next to Bentecourt. Whereas I think Bentecourt, uh, I don't think Hoiberg will get Tottenham top four. I do. Um, not normally. I do. But I, I, do. I, I like him, but I think they want to upgrade there. And we, do, we know they want to upgrade there. They are looking at another midfielders. But it's interesting about Winks. But do you think, Craig, this tells us that, that they're on the right-hand side, I know Matt Doherty came in and did well, etc. I'd be they must be looking again to match Perisic on the right. Yeah. To, to, and, and who better than Adama Traore, Craig? And who the trying yeah. to sign in January? Surely, the yeah, you could, you could see that happening, Graham. He's, it's, can, you, can you imagine Perisic and Ferrari at the side? Wow. Yeah, that, listen, if you, like you say, for the for the forward players, that's that's just a match made in heaven, isn't it? Um, I, I can see them doing that, and I can see that I can see Antonio Conte turning Adama Troyer into one of the best wing backs in the world. I really, oh, if you can do it, Victor Moses, and, and I know where bias, but hey, there's much more raw material there with the dam, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. Um, so um, on to let's we talk about Jose. Nice segue there, Craig. You talked about Jose Mourinho wanting Perisic. Um, Jose Mourinho won the Conference League with Roma. Wonderful achievement again. He he's already loved. I know a few Roma fans. Wow, he's loved over there. Tammy Abraham and Chris Smalling playing well. Roma obviously they need to step up next year, Craig. They'll be looking to push on for Serie A title ambitions next season, and. The success of Tammy Abraham, Craig. Obviously, I did a piece. I know Roma are looking to keep him, um, give him a new contract. There is a release clause to take him back to Chelsea, but as we know, the player has to agree to that, and there's no signs of that. Uh, do we, Jose? It wasn't unexpected, really do we expect him to come shopping in England again? I really do, Craig. I think he'll come back to the Premier League and do a bit more shopping to try and turn Roma yeah. into. Can, can he turn Roma into Serie A contenders, Craig? That's the question for him. Um, I think it would need major surgery, Graham. They're, they're, you know, the twenty plus points off it. Um, so uh, that 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 doesn't happen overnight. I think you can get them in the top four, which mm. would be which would be a, a monumental achievement. Um, listen, he's, he's, a, he's a serial winner, Graham, isn't yeah, he? Just he's yeah. got he's been there, won first season in charge, won. Yeah, because he's up against some. I know Milan won the title, which to be fair, Milan defied the odds a bit there. They really did in yeah. terms of the team. I think Rafael Liao is a special striker who we'll hear, I think, a lot more of in the coming weeks, actually, Greg. I think we'll hear a lot of teams suddenly realizing, wow, he's great. We might be able to get him. But anyway, but with Inter investing heavily, it looks like Inter might be getting to Balor and Lukaku, which would be extraordinary. Yeah, would be and extraordinary. then, but and then you got Juventus. And I think Vlaovic will be completely not that he was bad after January, but Vlaovic after a preseason will be amazing. Looks like Paul Pogba's going back to Juventus. So that's the sort of caliber of player that Mourinho's up against. So it's a really tough ask yeah. for him. Yeah, the the, the, Paul, the Paul Pogba one may disappoint me in terms of him leaving the Premier League. I I, I think. Of all of all of the top players we've seen in recent years in the Premier League mm. that we've not seen the best of, I think I think Paul Pogba's mm. one of them. Uh, when I watch Paul Pogba for France, I think wow, I, yep, I, yep. I genuinely do. I think you, he's got everything. He's got yep. everything. And then when I see him for Man United, uh, there's some games where I think you've been unbelievable there. There's other games where I think wow, you, you, you're nowhere near. But I don't blame him for that, Graham. I don't no, blame Paul Pogba for 100%, that. One hundred percent, right, Craig? I think from a more and Joe, you know what? There's some United fans who have been United. I thought United sent the tweet they sent out once. Where it was a wonderfully, it was it was a lovely touch that sent me away. Um, they they know what a good player he is. And Joe, you know what United Craig realised they've let Paul Pogba down. Paul Pogba came back to England 
to win Premier yeah. League titles. He didn't come back to win Europa League titles. He didn't come back to challenge, to, to battle for a top four. He came back to win the Premier League. And you know, Paul Pogba told him straight when he came back, Ollie and stuff. Paul Pogba was letting, he wasn't disrupting the club. He was telling them what the, and I know it's not up to players to dictate things, Craig, but you could sense the frustration. Paul Pogba, he wasn't collecting, yeah, he was collecting good money, but he came back to United to win silverware. Yeah, not there's not there's no there's no doubt about it. Paul Paul Pogba returned to Man United to be part of a, a winning team. Uh and how I think the most telling sign, Graham, is how many different managers has Paul Pogba had in the time that he's been at Manchester United second time around? Mm. and Ragnar, like, to have Sogsai and Ragnar in charge him, he must have like, you know, and now he's and you can see why he's going he's going running open arms to Max Allegri, isn't it? It's like, like yeah, you know, of course, that, yeah. wow, can you imagine the upgrade he's has in training and everything yeah. every day? He'd be like, Oh, he'd be he'd be in tears having a coach like that at his behest. Yeah, and and, and also the, the the players that he's playing with, the the the, the league, let's be honest, the league is substandard to the Premier League. So I, I think he can go there and really enjoy himself and enjoy. And he his loves. Football. He loves Chiray. It's good for his family. They had a lot of issues in Cheshire, obviously. And and, and let's not. We know Man City showed an interest, but did, he didn't want to stay. He's gone for family reasons to Chiray. So good luck to him. I yeah. think he. I think he'll turn into to their new Perlo. I think he'll be like that quarterback figure, Craig. And he'll be as you say, he'll be like that fans role where he'll be disciplined and listening to him. But um, he, I I agree with you, Craig. He'll be he, he's a, he's a, he'll be. He'll be one with the Premier League will regret letting go. He's a bit. He'll be a miss. Yeah, I agree. I think he'll go back there and he'll he'll be a box to box midfield player that scores lots of goals because the league is substandard and he'll have that. It is athleticism compared mm. to other teams. Well, it, it it will stand out and he'll go to the World Cup and probably be one of the standout players at the World Cup. And everyone will scratch yeah. their heads and think, "What? Who's this guy? Where we haven't seen him at Man United." We'll save again next time because they've been struggling to Jorginho as well. So, yeah, Pogba, Pogba Jorginho certainly oh. could be very, very tasty indeed for events. But we'll see yeah. lots of them talks. Uh, one of the games we're going to touch on, Craig, which was last weekend, was the championship playoff final. Yeah. Um, congratulations to Nottingham Forest. They beat Huddersfield 1 0. But, uh, you know, it has to be second. Listen, I, I, don't, I don't care which team. I like both clubs. I really do. I like both sets of fans. I've got friends who are both set sets of fans of both teams. However, that refereeing performance, Craig, by not that let's get John Moss was, was atrocious, yes, but it was the people controlling VR. They had the ability to correct some of those decisions. For me, Craig, I know people, some people argue this. They had for me two penalty still more penalties um, not given. But and and but we're using VAR. How can that still be allowed to happen? Yeah, the first one was probably 50-50, but he caught his foot. He he could comp- totally caught his foot in the box. Yeah, should have been a penalty. I, and we haven't talked about these penalties. I don't know whether you think they were, Greg, but I think it, it took you know, Listen, I think at least one of them was a was a, was a penalty, Graham. And, and and it was a great second half from Huddersfield. I think it was a real shame. And I do wonder, not not more is being made of it. And I do feel a bit sorry for Huddersfield. It is, you know, if it was the other way around, Forest. Uh, I don't know. But congratulations to Forest. I'm delighted to see them up. But I do. There's a tinge of not. Do you know the appointment of John Moss? Because I've got nothing against. Referees think they've got the toughest job in in football. I genuinely do, and mm. and none none of them go out to make bad no, decisions. No, of course they don't. Course you know, um, it was John Moss's final game ever as yeah. a referee. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a romantic gesture, but surely that impacts him. Surely that impacts him knowing mm. that he's going into that game 
It's his final game. He'll want to get decisions right. So in, in my mind, what I'm thinking here is that John Moss won't want to give a penalty that isn't a penalty, right? So he hear me out on this, right? It's his yeah. final game. He won't want to make that mistake. Now, knowing that they've put VAR into the playoffs, um, which they didn't have last year, I don't think, no. right? So there's VAR there now. Um, in the in the in the biggest or the most uh, lucrative game in English football. So if he's made a mistake on the pitch, then you know there's a VAR, there's a vi- the video assistant referee to put that to put that right. Um, so I'm I'm not being critical of John Moss here. No, but uh, you know, I think, but as you said, though, Craig, because it was last game, there was that notion that it, the, they were they were reluctant to overrule him, make him yep. look, yeah. make him look. But I don't think, and send, I don't think, I don't. Only a referee in the referees' union could answer this to us, Craig. Who I don't personally speak to any referees. Where is do you get a major no-no within the circles to overrule a fifty like a fifty-fifty thing? Where I think it's something that it seems to be in the game that referees don't like overruling. Each other, um, because yeah. let's let, let's get sorry, VR VR isn't the problem, Craig. It's the people, no, it's, you, not. it's the people using VR. And, but, but, uh, but VR was brought in to be to get rid of these what we're talking about and stuff. But they're, they're, of them two, for, for, for Huddersfield not to get at least one of those penalties was just absolutely mind blowing. It, it was just ridiculous. I just don't understand it. Yeah, and the, the, the other thing, Grim, I, sh- I think, you know, the, 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 they're, they're a team, the referees, right? So you've got, yeah. your, you've got your two assistants, you've mm. got your referee, and you've got your referee that is doing the VAR, right? Yeah. So in, in my opinion, in my opinion, I think those people should continue to work as a team. So you, you get the mm. same officials. You, you do you do get that. And, then, and actually, do you know what, Craig? You, 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 it's it's a what happens in America. You have refereeing teams in America. Yep. They have like, they're about six or eight. But but obviously with VAR, it's quite a big lot of teams. So yeah, you're quite right, Craig. These refereeing officiating teams do do happen. And I think you you do have a very good point there. But the thing, what, what we need to bring in, Craig, is what we have in Rugby Union. Where they have the they have the, the referee in the sky, the same as VAR, they call it I can't remember what they call it, it's something slightly different. But you hear the conversation going on between the referee and the official, and the referee says, I'll put it on the big screen, let me look. The Premier League and, and FIFA need to bring in these microphones. So let's l- let's hear why on Saturday they might have won me around, Craig. If that referee on Saturday said, yeah. Oh, do you know what? Do you know what, John? This happens and this happens, so I don't think it's a penalty. And then John Moss says, "Let me have a look." Yeah, I don't think that's all. That's what they need to bring in. Craig. I think it'd be good. I, 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 we don't want refs mic'd up for ninety minutes, right? But no, when no, they, no, no. But when yeah. they are, when when there is a, a VR decision, it 100%. would be great for us as fans, uh, for people in the in the stadium to hear that conversation. Yeah, right, so right, think, okay. I think, Craig, it's only for, pen- for penalties and goals. Offside, you let the man in the box look after it. Offside's offside. Yeah. Let them look after it. That's, yeah. a, that's black and white. It should yes. be anyway. But for the, the for the conversational decisions, for penalties and goals, bring let them be involved. Yeah, well, we, we had that, didn't we, Graham? Where there's a little bit of confusion in the um in the Champions League game for the disallowed goal. Yeah. Now, yeah. now you and I know that the goalkeeper was ahead of play. Yeah. And that's why the offside. But I guess someone that doesn't know that or, or doesn't know that if, if that conversation is being held at the time uh, in, in English, then you go, right, okay, we've yeah, got There's no need for, yeah, there's no need for anyone to um, pontificate or say, oh, no. I think it's this and that. No, the referee said that. And then it's, it cuts yeah. out the, it cuts out all the stuff, isn't it? But yeah, but congratulations to uh, Nottingham Forest, Craig. They, they'll yeah. take their play. First time this century, Craig, they'll be in the Premier League. Richly deserved. Um, Richly deserved. Interesting one. I think they're, um, 
not to say Huddersfield wouldn't have given it a go because they would have, no doubt, but I think Nottingham Forest will give it an even bigger go. It won't be a Norwich, sorry, it won't be a Norwich City as in, yeah, Forest could get relegated, Craig, but it won't be for the want of trying in terms, they're going to give it a real go. Jim, of the three clubs that have gone up, I think they're the least prepared for the Premier League from Fulham, Bournemouth, oh, and Forest. Yeah. Um, oh, of course, yeah, because Bournemouth, they, they had the Premier League squads as well, but I think they'll, I don't think they'll be... Um, if it, I think they'll give it a real Steve Cooper's there. I think they will he'll he'll keep with a lot of that squad that got promoted. Obviously, he's going to try and keep Jed Spence, etc. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting but I think he'll have um, a good selection of loans as well, Craig, from his roots. Every Premier League club knows they can trust Steve Cooper. So I think he's got a bit of an advantage there, maybe, in terms of some of the good loans he might be able to get. Listen, I think I think they'll go all in for Morgan Gibbs White. Grim. Um, and yeah, I he think, had him for England, didn't he? Yeah, I think they'll try and buy him rather than loan him as well. And if Wolves are not going to give him that pathway, he probably needs to move somewhere permanently. And um, why not move there under the stewardship of Steve but Cooper? What, 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 what a huge mistake from Wolves that would be. Oh, okay. Graham Cossie would. I mean, the, the interesting thing, you can't replace someone like James Garner, who no. I, I think, along with Morgan Gibbs White, was the, the best midfield player in the league. Now, the, the boy the boy at Huddersfield that you love as well, Graham, I think. I thought he was excellent, wasn't he? I mean, he was. He was he, listen, I, I'd put him up there in the. In the top three, four midfield players in the in the division, thought he was. Yeah, he, was, he, he was had the whole season where someone like John, John someone like John Swift, who, who dropped off the edge of a cliff. But yeah, he was at Reading, but he went to West Brom. Where Lewis O'Brien, yeah, I thought he was um, he was exceptional in that final. I don't, I don't, I don't think we'll see Lewis O'Brien in the Championship next year, Graham. I, I think. No, I think I think he did himself a lot of favors in that in that big game. He stepped up. Um, and, he, and he was Grimm, Grimm, if, if, if I'm if I'm Nottingham Forest after that game he'd be one of the first players that I buy and Look he does it. have a, he has a release clause and got just over 10 about 10 12 million Craig so you can't, you, you can't buy much in but that's a league one player nowadays yeah well, we, 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 we just look at I mean I, I think Garner will go back to Manchester United and be involved I think he he'll he he will genuinely yeah, be involved but, in yeah, yeah he's got I think he's got a chance I think obviously let's see if De Jong and Van the beat going there. It depends who depends what we're doing. We don't even know what style Ten has on the no. play yet, do we, Craig? So it's hard to say. Um, we'll see if I think if they get De Jong, it, to, to be fair, if we get De Jong and Van der Beek, I think Garner would suit that system more than yeah. the previous system. So it's yeah, we'll let Ten. I do, I do, I do um, worry for Huddersfield next season, mate, because I think they've massively overachieved this year. They yeah. deserve the place in the playoff final, no doubt about it. Fair play to them. Yeah, but they're going to lose key players. Um, the championship is going to be stronger next year with um, particularly Norwich mm. and, and and Watford, Burnley. I, I, I'm not sure what Burnley are going to do. Um, but you look at, but yeah, I said they're losing like Levi Colwell as well, who he yeah. did score that own goal. He couldn't do much about, but I no. thought he was, I thought he was hugely impressive in that final throw. I mean, he's, he's, he's excellent. He, he, I, I believe that he will play for England. I think he, I think he's, uh, for me, he looks more of a natural defender than a Chalabar, who's out at Chelsea. He's, he's left-footed as well. Just lost yeah. Rudiger. I'd be amazed if he didn't get a chance at Chelsea next year. I'd I think he'd be involved pre-season more. Yeah, know, yeah, and then it's, up, it's, up, it's up to him, isn't it, Craig? Yeah, to do, it is. to do his thing. Um, before well, we'll touch up, we'll we'll come on to um, previous bats. We touched on those in terms of a few movements around the league, Craig. Um, a really interesting managerial situation has occurred with uh, Michael Beale. Landing yep. the um, QPR job, he was number two to. Well, he's got a few coaches now. It's hard to say number two because he's got McAllister and a few. But one of one of Gerard's right hand men, he was with him at Liverpool Youths. He was with him at Rangers. He went to Villa, but he's taken the the um, chance to go to QPR, which is a huge job in the Championship. Yep. Fair play to him, and and. 
and he's been replaced at Villa by one of your personal favourites, one Mark, one of mine as well. Neil Critchie's gone from yeah. Blackpool, a man who Gerard knows very well from his time at Liverpool. They worked yeah. together before. A big, a, hu- a wonderful appointment for Liverpool. We'll both agree on this. And yeah, and Blackpool, it's it's a huge loss for Blackpool. But you know, as we spoke off air, Craig, how how much further could he take? He did a wonderful job with Blackpool, like yeah, brilliant. <laughs> so it's it's a really interesting one. This first thing, uh, Michael Beale, Craig going to QPR. A fascinating appointment, this one, actually. Um, we're moving on from Mark Warburton, so I think the squad will probably suit Michael Beale to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, he's a head coach, which I think suits the, the current hierarchy at QPR with Les Ferdinand there, who, who does get involved in the deals, but Beale is very much a head coach. I think this could work quite well, quite well for QPR. Yeah, I think the only downside is I I think Warburton hugely overachieved last year with yeah. with this squad of players. So I think I think you look at Queens Park Rangers, Blackburn Rovers, Huddersfield Town, Luton. I think these teams really overachieved last year. I know they had a, a terrible run of form. Um, Michael Beals are. are a hugely, hugely well-respected coach uh, within the footballing circles. Um, I, I know that before Critchley was was appointed at uh, at Villa, it looked like it was going to be a huge, huge, huge loss for them. But then fair play to to Villa, and again they do tend to get these things right. They act swiftly. Uh, the way they're organised, fair play to them again. The, the the CEO and the manager swooped on on Neil Critchley, brought him to to Villa. I think that's a magnificent appointment for for Villa. Um, and, you know, we did say I think he's taken Blackpool as far as he can. He's done a magnificent job there. Um, it'll be a tough a tough act to follow, Graham. I wouldn't want to be the person that that follows him in there. But good luck to whoever takes that job. But back onto QPR, I think there's a there's a bit of a blank canvas this year. They will go and recruit players. In the in the summer, uh, and no doubt they'll they'll use the loan market, which will include um, Aston, play, Aston Villa, yeah, plays from Aston Villa. But we've got a, a magnificent under twenty three team. Oh, they have. They've got, yeah, they've got a wonderful kind. Of, there was a guy. Um, will be. I imagine he'll want. He'll be one of the people interested in the yeah. Villagen. Oh, I never remember the guy who was on on the stalk. He was fabulous. But as you said, they've got a wonderful academy there. Love yeah, I think I, I think they'll take Archer as well. I, I can see all kind of deals. And and, and let's not forget, Michael Beale's got uh, excellent knowledge of Scottish football too. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised them going shopping in Scotland. It, I think it's a it's it's a really interesting appointment and 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 good luck to to Michael Beale, uh, young man, younger than both you and I, Graham. That starts his managerial career. Yeah, good luck to him down there. It's a really interesting appointment. Let's turn our attention to some of the games this weekend. Uh, we'll touch on the Nations League first before then we finish on, on the big one, which is in Cardiff this weekend. England in Nations League action, Craig, they're playing um, Hungary first off, which is on Channel 4, actually. So fair play to Channel 4. Yeah. Um, that's great for the, for everyone to see. Um, and the rest, I can't, I can't remember the rest of the games. They've got, um, who else are playing Craig in this window? They've got Germany on, sorry, Germany on the Tuesday. And then they've got Italy on the yeah. Saturday, and then Hungary again on June the fourteenth. Is the Nations League and, and all all of national football? I think there's game next fifteen or sixteen days. There is games every every day. So if you are a, a football aficionado, football fanatic, someone who loves watching any type of football, you are in for a very successful, very very encouraging few days. And there's England Euros coming up as well, so you, 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 your lot is going to be filled over the next few few weeks. So England got Hungary, Germany, 
Italy and Hungary again, Craig. It's yeah. a good um it's a good batch of fixtures to go south, get competitive, some very good games at Germ like next we're playing Germany and Italy, for goodness sake. So yeah. um, I think I think the, the away game in Germany will be particularly useful. Yeah, brilliant. I think, I think he'll use that for the World Cup warms. Obviously not in terms of the heat, but I think in terms of competitiveness against a huge team, I think that'll be a very useful game for Gareth. But as we said before, Craig, these games come in quick and fast. Gareth isn't going to want to to lose any of these. So no. it's quite it is quite hard for some of these other players to get in there. And and we've always been I think we've always agreed on this, Craig. There's probably only three or four yeah. spaces available in this flight to Qatar that, that isn't already taken. Yeah, the the, the, the I, I think Jared Bourne will play against Hungary, Graham. Um mm. I, I think they, they I'm not being disrespectful to Hungary here. But I think those two fixtures against Hungary, uh, the games to test players that uh, are lacking uh, international experience, um, uh, and see what they can do. I think I, I, I've said, and I got much criticism for this. I, th- I think Jared Bowen could impact the England team uh, and, and be England's version of Mo Salah. I'm not saying he's Mo Salah. I'm not saying he's that level yet. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to get to that level. What I am saying is, is incredibly talented, hardworking, attacking player who does that, finds that half space between centre-half and full-back on the right-hand side of the pitch and that cuts inside on his left foot and scores goals or creates goals. Very similar to to how Salah plays. Um, I I genuinely think that he could could be one of those players that does get a place on on the plane if he impresses here and then has a, a a good start to the season next time around. Oh, definitely. I think he's. Um, I think do you know what, Craig. I think it's the first time we've seen a long time, and Southgate will be happy with this. He's got a genuine alternative to Raheem Sterling, maybe yeah. on that side, um, and someone who can play in the middle can play very similar to Raheem. You know, I think the likes of Ford and Mount are. I, 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 I think I think Raheem's miles better playing from the left. Miles better playing from the left. Yeah, and obviously we know Marcus Rashford's got a lot of work to do to get into his squad now, so that is an opportunity there as well. Um, there's not many. I'd, he's not going to. As I say, I don't think he's going to take many central strikers, Craig. I think I think Harry Kane is going, as we know. And then I think Tommy it's Abraham. Bat- yeah, it's Tommy a bat- Abraham's going. Well, it's a little. It's a battle between Calvert Lewin and Tammy Abraham. We know he likes Calvert Lewin, and he's going to have to have a big summer, Calvert Lewin. Whether he stays at Everton, wherever he goes, there's a lot of a lot of speculation about him. So we'll see that. But I think he's only, he'll only take two central strikers, Craig. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. As it stands, it probably would be Tammy Abraham, no doubt about it. Yeah. But. but that leaves the other things and and the, only, the other player I would put in the same category as Jared Bowen Craig is, I think is a real threat to get on the plane is Conor Gallagher who I would love to see uh, me too. in these games yeah me uh, um, I look at Jude Bellingham Conor Gallagher I, I want to see Jude Bellingham Conor Gallagher um probably Saka um Jared Bowen. I want to see these players playing tomorrow I think uh, yeah tomorrow I think to the to Champions League fans are just saying and and I like I like this player I do Craig he's done a lot for his country but I I with Bellingham Phillips and Rice I just don't think there's a need for Jordan Henderson in this England squad Craig. Look, he's not in this squad, is he? So he, he hasn't made. Yeah, but no, but he's going to Qatar, Craig. I mean, he is. Yeah, listen, I, I think let's see how we how we how we go. Jordan Henderson, Graham, as a as a leader, as oh, a oh yeah, well, as, that, a, that, as that, a man, and I think sometimes you know I genuinely think this. 
you can only play so many players and sometimes yeah. you'll need someone that can come on the pitch, settle the game down, someone that can be a, a positive influence in the in the change room, someone that's not going to sulk and mourn when they're not playing. And I believe Jordan Lenton brings all those attributes as well as being a mighty fine football player. It so, does, yeah. But, but in, I think in the terms of... But then the, the them three I mentioned in the Bellingham, Rice and Phillips are just, yeah. are just, are just so good, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Listen, they they, they are. I, it, it's a Mason Mount. I, I think has been Chelsea's best player this mm-hmm. season, and and playing out position as well. Mason Mount is yeah, going about forward. It. He's, yeah. he's playing out position. I think at John Walker, I would love to see Chelsea. I know, I know there is people in the Chelsea hierarchy hoping that that Tuchel changes to a back four, which would then allow a holder, whether Kovacic or Conte, and then maybe Gallagher and Mount together. I'd love to see Mason Mount a little bit deeper, but hey, he does a great job wherever he's on the pitch, but he's definitely going, isn't he, on the flight? He's definitely on the flight. Oh, well, that, he's one of England's best players. Great. Yeah. Uh, and then Gallag- but then Gallagher next to him, you know, Gallagher might be a uh, them. I think Mountain Gallagher. Oh, I, I just love to see them two starting as midfielders for Chelsea. Craig, I think they could yep. be they could be you know Petty and Vieira going like the the similar sort. I think Gallagher and Mount could be sensational for Chelsea. Sensational. I think, I think they're completely different. I think they they you know they're real technical players. No, in, term, um, in terms of partnership, though, do you know what I mean? Oh, I did. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could be. You, you know, I'm, I'm not saying they are going to be Iniesta and Javi, but the more Iniesta yeah, and Javi, yeah, do, yeah. do you know what I mean? But, but, yeah, it's probably more fitting if they can play that holding. You you have a Kovacic or Kanti playing holding role, but then you have them two pushing forward. That could be, and it could be wonderful, but how exciting could that be? Yeah, it's not, I think you had Declan Rice to the to the mix for England. It's like, wow. I, I'm, I, thought I'm, going, I thought you were going to say for Chelsea, which is a possibility going forward. Yeah, put, put, he's the one that missed out, isn't he? He was at Chelsea with these boys. He was their, their mate. Can you, can you imagine them three Chelsea fans playing together? Rice, Rice, Mount yeah. Gallagher. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that would be, that would be a different level. I think the, the one player that, um, in terms of playing for England, Graham is, is, is way off at it for, at this stage. Probably, Calvin Phillips, he's he's you know, had a really disrupted season with with injury. I watched him play that that final game of the season for Leeds, and I thought he really struggled. Um, he was he was a bit Brentford. unfit, wasn't he? I, thought, yeah, I, saw, him, I yeah. saw him playing the game against um, was it this Brighton actually. And it, to be fair, he was, he was he was Leeds' best player, but he was up against Basuma right. and Moises, and he did his best. But it, it's funny, we talked about a lot of transfers, Craig. Obviously, it's understood now that that Man City. And now looking at Calvin Phillips, is a Fernandinho replacement, Greg, and um, that's it's an interesting one because they were looking at Declan Rice. What do you think that Pep might see in in Phillips in that? And then some Man City, someone at Man City was saying to me, so could you then see Rodri doing a Javi Martinez and dropping into the back? Do you do you think possibly there's some sort of that scenario, Craig? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, I, I think. I think Rodri's a far superior player. I'm. I'm not being disrespectful to Declan. I just think Rodri's outstanding. I can't see him dislodging Rodri in the team. Um, could you put Rodri back at centre half? Yes, you could because they dominate the ball so much. City and he's got that, that history. It's just that Martinez is a very similar player, wasn't he? So he's got that history. He did that yeah. Bayern Munich with him, didn't he? He did that. So he's got a very so you know. See, Rod, um, he, and he's very physical. He's he's such a big lad, isn't he? Um, yeah. I wouldn't real pep out doing that. I I I. I I put I would because I think Rodri's just a far superior midfield player to Calvin. I don't think you're gaining anything by doing that. I think so. What is. do you think, Pepe? If Pepe is going for, what do you think he sees in him? Um, I think he sees. We know Fernandinho is going, obviously. And yeah, I think he, he sees his physicality. I think he sees his physicality. I think he sees his physicality. I think he sees a good human being. I think he sees genuine leadership. 
Um, is that, like, that, you're, you're right there, a good human being. Uh, Calvin Phillips is such um, and we're not saying he's a lovely lad, but he's a he's a he's a good, good person. Yeah, good, and, good and, and 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 he would him and him. He's a sim. He's built of him same way. Same, he's built from the same mold as De Bruyne, isn't he? That type of person. Yeah, I, I, th- I think if you if you put Calvin Phillips and surrounded him with better players, are we going to see a better Calvin Phillips? No doubt about it. Mm. You know, I, I think this season, I thought last year he was exceptional. Uh, with with Bielsa in the in the Premier League, uh, you know he won England's Player of the Year, didn't he, Graham? He, he had a yeah, really the Euros, good, yeah, yeah, had a really yeah, good yeah. Euros. I, I watched him live there, uh, and he'll be, he'll be he will be going to the World Cup because we know Gareth is a, Gareth and Gareth is loyal. If we play the if we play the double play, but he'll start, yeah. won't he? He'll, yeah. he'll start, oh, but it'll definitely go as well, won't he? Because Gareth oh, he's is definitely loyal. going. Yeah. But as you as you said, yeah, it's um, do you think? Uh, but he's 25, 26, 26 now, Calvin Phillips. Yeah, it, 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 it now is the time, isn't it, for him to move on? Now is the right time. I think, Graham, if a, if a big, if a, if a Liverpool or a, a City or a, a Chelsea or or a, even a Spurs come in for him, I think yes, it would be. And and we know he's leads through and through. Um, but if he wants to be an England regular starter and, and want, he needs to be playing Champions League football. Because Leeds are one of those where you know we like we like Jesse Marsh, don't we? But we're, and we're not previewing the season anyway. We can't, it's far too early for that. But Unless Leeds do some spectacular business, Craig, they they might be in for a long season again next year. Yep, I think I think unless they do a lot of business, they'll be mid middle because we because we expect Rafinha to go. We know he wants yep. to go, and and so there's a bit of a rebuild there. Where yeah, and and I said the the point is, Craig, when you when you're up against Bellingham, Rice, Henderson, Calvin needs to be at the top of his game. To yeah, get he does. There. Yeah, listen, Craig, De- De- Declan Rice after after the Euros. In my opinion, has been England's best performing player this this past season. I, I think he's been outstanding. You know, we've seen some others drop off. I think Pickford at the end of the season was was brilliant for Everton, and you know he's been he's been well, magnificent. For the whole season, for right, after the Euros, great. If you look after the Euros, yeah, Harry Kane, yeah, he finished well. But in terms of players having that full season, fantastic performance wise. Yeah, Rice Mount, yeah, just about. Maybe, yeah. but yeah, there's not a lot of England players on one hand. You can say I had a good no, pr- 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 season. Graham, I'm going to say I'm going to say Mason Mount, Declan Rice, Kyle Walker. Walker. Cal, yeah, Kyle Walker is good. Sorry, those, those those are the, those are the three that have been. Been yeah, Reese James was injured, but yeah, again you can argue yeah. him. But yeah, so exactly. So um so that's England, so that's what we've got to look forward to, Craig, in the Nations League. And I agree, and I, I am looking forward to these games. I'm genuinely looking forward to watching Germany against England England against Italy and I hope that we see some of those fringe players uh, play against Hungary I fully expect Tammy Abraham Jared Bowen to have a, a field day against I'm looking forward to it it's an interesting one yeah for, um, if, so it's four England games in what less 10 days it's a lot of, yeah. it's a lot It's a lot of games to play but I'm putting it down I'm not slagging off you for FIFA yet because it's probably all down to the World Cup so let's see what yeah. happens next year hopefully they won't do this again uh, and we won't have that but let's start let's wrap up Craig on the biggest game of the weekend, no doubt about it, um, for British football, um, Welsh football. Wales are hosting Ukraine in the final of the World Cup playoffs. There are other playoffs going on around. There's that much football being going on. I haven't kept up with the other playoffs, so pardon my ignorance anyway for around the world. We'll catch up with that next week, we promise. But this is Wales for Ukraine. Ukraine um, overcame Scotland. Scotland were favourites for that game, Craig, in uh, yeah. Hamden, but a brilliant performance yeah. by Ukraine. It helps them that they're staying within Britain. I think that's a yeah. real... They could have been flying from 
from Turkey to Portugal or something, or from Kazakhstan. They could have been flying all over Europe, Craig. They're not. They're, they probably stayed in, I imagine, I don't know, they've stayed in the same training camp because what was only 100 miles between the two or 200 yeah. miles. It's not far. They've got, I think it's a fortunate um, scenario for them. They beat, they've got Hamden and one, which under Steve Clark is not an easy job, Craig. No. And now they're going to go to South Wales. They're taking on Wales. Uh, Wales, who rested Bale and Ramsey in midweek, Gareth Bale. Interestingly enough, this could end up being, what we understand, Craig, is that Gareth Bale is left Real Madrid. If Wales qualify for the World Cup, Gareth Bale is likely to sign a short-term deal, most likely at Cardiff City, from what we understand, uh, maybe joined by his mate Aaron Ramsey. Um, and obviously, if Cardiff are flying high, he'll probably stay for the season. You know, If he got promoted, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule him out playing for Cardiff in the Premier League. It's a lot of ifs and buts, Craig, because the first one of those hurdles to overcome is to beat Ukraine. And I must admit, I thought I thought this would be Scotland v Wales this Me game, too. Craig. Everything against Ukraine, the players have, uh, haven't played together for a long time. It is now against Ukraine. And I think this is a real toss to the coin, Craig. And Wales play well in Cardiff. They've got the best player in this game and he needs to turn up. Can they rely on him once again? He does, and Gareth Bale, if nothing else, Craig, he turns up for Wales whenever asked. He oh. really does. Um, yeah. This is a, a coin flip for me, Craig. I can't make my what, what if this, this, this is, and I'm not disparaging the nature today, but this is the one game I'm looking forward to because what, what a game you, you yeah. win, you go to the World Cup. It's a, it's a wonderful game, this. Yeah, it, it is a massive game. Really, you know, I, I watched the Scotland game, um, and the player who impressed me most on the pitch was Zinchenko. Uh, mm-hmm. Every everything positive that Ukraine did came through through him. Obviously, Yamalenko um, uh, scored. Um, Yamachuk scored. Um, but every, everything positive for me came through. Everything started came through Zinchenko. Um, thought he was excellent. And and look, I can see him leaving City this summer, Graham, and going somewhere where. He's going to be starting games week in, week out. Well, well we understand that apart, aside from Calvin Phillips, the two main targets, the other one is Cucciarella from Brighton, who's a spectacular player. But yeah, imagine that would push Zinchenko out. Although Zinchenko finished the season so well, Craig, he, in that final game, he was uh, he was amazing when he came out left-back. So yeah, it's an interesting process. I don't think he sees himself as a left-back either, Graham. I think he sees himself as a midfield player. And when he has although, that freedom... Although to... left-back left at City is a bit different to a few teams, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. No, 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 no doubt about that. I can just see him going to a, a really good team uh, somewhere in, in, in Europe and being excellent. Um, and, and what do you see, Michael Quick? I, I think he is. A, like, I think he, he left back probably is his best, but modern day left back. I, I think, think centre midfield. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. Left left side of, of midfield. The, the, the positions that he's not going to play at at City, Graham. He yeah. ain't gonna he ain't gonna play central midfield for City, is he? And he, he's not he's not gonna play as a wide attacker for for City. Um, I think in a midfield four, he can play on the, on the left. Um, he can play centrally and he can play, of course, he can play at left back, but I don't see him playing left back at his next club. But back onto your point on the game, Gareth Bale has turned up for Wales time and time and time again. They need him more than, than ever uh, this, this weekend. Um, I just think the stars are aligning for the Ukraine, Graham. Um, and I think every neutral in the world would like to see Ukraine qualify for the World Cup for obvious reasons. And because of that, um, I, I do think it's a flip of the coin. I think Ukraine are going to get through with Zinchenko being the key man who breaks Welsh hearts. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's a big game. Robert Page obviously probably be landed the world's job on a permanent basis. Um, it's a bit strange that they haven't already given it to him, given the job he's done, which has been pretty spectacular, really, Craig. Um, since, since he's taken over on a part time on an interim basis from from Ryan Giggs, Wales's run has been brilliant. Um, no, I I just think Wales. If you look at their record, Craig, the you know drawing with Belgium at home, beating Belarus five one, beating Austria two one. I just think Wales are too good. I think Wales will turn up. I think, you know, they've got some wonderfully talented players now. Now Premier League, Brennan Johnson, um, yeah. Aaron Ramsey, yeah. Harry, Harry, Harry Wilson, who, who Mitrovic aside, was the best player in the Championship last season. Yep. Um, still in 25. Sauber Thomas from Huddersfield, who, who was a wonderful player. Excellent what, 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 what a find he's been. What a find he is for Wales, isn't he? Really, yeah. really yeah. good player. Um, and, and Dan James is still a very good player, isn't he? So I just yeah. think that I just think their overall quality, Craig, which which they do have, um, will will come out on top because you know now and, and and what I like about Wales is when like it's like say an island or something, like you've got Alexa Nico Williams, um Joe Run. Road and Ethan Ampadu, even Norrington Davis. They've got it's not really an old squad apart from no. Ramsey and Bale aside. No. It's it's a it's a and Brennan Johnson could be become a superstar. So I like what Wales are doing. I like the way they're going. And I think I, I think they'll have too much for Ukraine, Craig. I really I think they'll hit them. I think it'll be two or three nil Wales. Just just after that game, just a, just a point of note is if Wales do win, fantastic. If they lose, They've then got Nation League's games coming up against Netherlands, Belgium, and the Netherlands again. <laughs> yes, that shows how how far Wales have come that they're in that in that league as well, doesn't it, yeah. Greg? Which is good. Yeah, yeah, and I must admit, I'm being a bit, but I'm you know, no offense to Ukraine. From from a heart point of view, I really want them to go through. I just don't that they're a bit boring to watch for me. I don't particularly want to watch them at the World Cup when they play England. So I'm a little biased that way. I really, I'd rather watch Wales than... I'm, I'm just a little grim. I support all the British nations. I, I genuinely do. Mm. I'm just a little bit bitter um, about the Welsh celebrations when oh, uh, yeah, Iceland yeah, beat yeah. England. I, I, yeah. I'm going to be very honest. That that doesn't sit right with me. Uh, and I, I, I would love, I, I genuinely would love England to play Wales at some point, put a full strength team out and bop them 5-0. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's being bitter. Yeah, um, That'll be a great watch. So we'll uh, that's it for today, Craig. A big oh, great. We've got we'll one final game to preview next week, one... and we'll be able to comment on who England are playing at World Cup. Great. We've got one final game to preview. We've got the oh the, yes, the we have. Yes, final. we have. We've got one of the biggest games. Yeah. Yes, uh, Grimsby Town against Solihull Moors at Wembley. Grimsby um, knocking out the, the huge non-league powers that are Wrexham. Yep. So Grimsby, a team who we've watched many a time, Craig. Um, and what, Grim, what, what a game that was. 5-4 after extra time. 10 men, yeah. And a, huge, yeah. A, huge, a huge club going against Solihull Moors, a Birmingham-based outfit who, who have a strong local support. Um, will they be in the football league for the first time, Craig? I don't. We don't. I don't really know too much about these teams, but I must admit, I, I do have. I've always had the soft spot for Grimsby going to Cleethorpes, but um, let's just hope for a good game, Craig. But yeah, I may be erring towards the uh, the fishermen. Yeah, Graham, Grimsby finished the league in sixth place, so they had the they had the tougher games in the playoffs. Mm. So they beat Notts County away two one. Uh, they scored in the last minute to take that game into extra time and then won 2 1, which is um, uh, not County, you know, Grim. We, you and I we spoke of this wow. earlier off air. They're a massive, not County should be in, in League One or the Championship, oh, the not, championship. not the got, Conference. It, it, their stadium is basically Premier League ready. You know, it's a $20,000 seat. It's as good as 
um, quite a few <laughs> stadiums in the Premier League. It's yeah. a wonderful, it's a massive football in City. Uh, and Grimsby, a big club, you know, capable of getting double figures in attendances as well. Yeah, then they, then they played Wrexham, the much fancied, the the, mm-hmm. the the richest club in the league. Um, you know, Stockport, the second richest, obviously won the league. Um, they beat Wrexham 5-4. Sodio Moves beat Chesterfield 3-1, which a massive result. Beat Halifax 2-1. Again, Halifax were, were, were much were much fancied. Sodio Moves finished third in the league. You know, only a point behind Wrexham. Um, look, it's Grimsby 77 points, so there's a 10-point swing between the two. Um, I, I mean, listen, I, I don't know enough about either team, but what I'm going to say is that the two results that Grimsby got, Notts County and Wrexham, I think that makes them favourites. But Solly Hull obviously beating Chesterfield, who were, you know, they, they were, they had a, Paul Cook went in there as manager, Graham took a huge risk. I think it's, it's come back to, to to haunt him a little bit in that they've they've not got promoted. They'll be one of the favourites next season, of course. Um, toss of a coin, this one may may the may the best team win. Yeah, maybe a penalty show. We we quite like the Wembley penalty show. I'm looking forward to watching it, mate. I will be watching it. Yeah, so good luck to both teams, and we'll be discussing the new members of the football league next week. Tom, have a great weekend. You too, guys.